Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another dope-ass episode of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. This is your boy, JBJR, in the building. Uh, you know, just a beautiful uh, Monday evening, man. You know, St. Louis, man, feeling wonderful outside, man. Definitely feeling great, man, feeling good. You know, life is good, man. About to get fresh produce uh, live back going, so that's going to be great. We're getting it back going uh, in April, uh, so it's going to be coming out on April 7th. Uh, so down at the Bar Park Village, so make sure you check it out. We got a big sound stage over there, so make sure you check us yeah. out there. So yeah, man. So life is good, man. And I hope everything's good with all of y'all. Uh, make sure you check me out on all forms of social media, which is at Fruit Boom Pie, F R U I T B O O M P O D, and also check me out on all streaming services for Fruit of the Bone. You know, Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, Amazon, Audio Mag, Pandora, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn. We out here. Just Google Fruit of Bone Podcast. We out here. So just make sure you search for us. But today, we got our special guest this evening. We got my man, a St. Louis native. He out there in the West Coast right now in LA. Been doing amazing things, man. Definitely the homie, man. He been doing, you know, my man, he been got a lot of dope-ass places, both local and national and international. My man been doing some amazing shit out here, man. So, Please give all praise and welcome to my man, Vega Heartbreak. What's good Everybody. with you? Know? <laughs> <laughs> I need some more, I, I need some peace in here, baby. I need some peace. <laughs> What's cracking with you, baby, bro? What's cracking? Oh, shit. You got it, bro, man. You got it, man. Hey, appreciate you again for, man, just taking the time out to do the show, man. Definitely appreciate it. For sure, man. It's, it's, it's an honor, bro. Like I said, I respect you as a person, a man. As a production, a production engineer, as a, you see, I said production engineer. Motherfuckers don't be understanding that. Um, but yeah, man, thank you for having me on the show, man. Um, it's great. It's it's great to be here. What we got? Hell yeah, man. Yo, we about to get the show cracking in a second, brother. Let's so, do it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh, before we get started, but for anyone who's never checked out the show before, um, Fruit of Bone Podcast is mainly for the lives and stories and experiences of the producer, the DJ, and the engineer. Mainly because love artists to death and even my man he's also an artist and a producer man so this is my man and a, and a songwriter this man's got many hats but uh you know you know it's a lot of dope stuff about artists and bands i love them to death i truly do mm-hmm. but the main thing is you know it's not a lot of exposure to the behind the scenes person like who makes the beats who, who writes right who writes the music who makes the shit in the studio sound cohesive with all the vocals and the mm-hmm. fine who puts the shit out for the masses and make sure you do get heard you know on a widespread level you know like on radio stations and different podcasts and things like this so just the tastemakers out here man the people behind the scenes i want to give shine and light to those people man because they just as important as the artists in the band any day of the week man like they yeah. definitely are like you wouldn't have music without them so you wouldn't have music without the music hundred percent hundred percent so yeah so yeah brother so um but we got to go ahead and get started everybody and i'm gonna start with a very simple basic question that i start with everybody man so uh so brother man tell me how you got into music in general man so take us back man how'd you how'd you get to music how how did that go uh it was a night um (laughs) i think i was like maybe nine ten or something like that and i don't know if you all know my big brother my big brother is brad young Shout, Shout out, out to Bray. Bray. Shout That's out to my Bray, man. Tour. He's my, he was my dad. He was my everything. Anyways, um, he had the studio at his house. At, like younger, I was growing up, I was very into like sports and like outdoorsy stuff, which I still am today. But music wasn't like, till I was like nine, 10, like I didn't even pay attention to music. So I think I was like 10 and I started going over to his house. He had like this house and the whole house was the studio. So he would always tell me like, um, 
um, he would always tell me like, yo, if you ever want to learn how to do this, just let me know. I remember him telling me that. And I remember one day, a Lil John song had came on. I think it was, because uh, I used to roller skate too, and it was at Saints. And I remember it was, uh, uh, what song was it? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh, I already know what song you're talking about. The beat yeah. was so hard, dog. The beat was so hard. So I started, so I told him, I'm like, bro, I want to remake this beat. He was like, why not make your own? I was like, because I want to remake this one. So oh, put, your first, put your hood up. Put your hood up. Put your hood up. Put your hood up. I think it's put your so hood up. It was so hard, dog. If y'all go back and listen to that beat right now, I just listen to the beat. It was, it was before it's time. But anyways, um... I heard that beat. So for the very maybe first six months, I was literally only remaking Lil John's beats. Cause I was just trying to get into the mold. And then I kind of went from there and then kind of just progressed. So I'll say I really started at like 11. Okay, okay, okay. Bit, bit, bit. So uh, from there, man, so how'd you get into songwriting and things of that nature? Or actually before we even go there. Uh-huh. So going back to the beat. So what are you using right now for like your music production? Uh. If I give that away, no, I'm. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I gotta light a candle to tell y'all this. So let me light oh, a candle. Oh, oh, okay, okay. My man, light candles out here. By the way, if you all want to know, this is called Deep Blue Sea. It said Bed Bath and Beyond. They gonna give me a check one of these days for this. I'm just hey. speaking it into into existence. But with that being said, I use I make all my beats in Pro Tools, bro. Okay. Literally, I literally import the sound and place it where I want to. And I make the whole beat like that. Gotcha, because yes. I learned something from, uh, you know who Dr. Luke is? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I got a chance to actually like sit in a session with him. And this was probably like maybe 10 years ago. And I seen, he was doing this 10 years ago. And if you listen to any Katy Perry or any production that he did, it's so warm because it never gets transferred anywhere. It stays, if it's made in Pro Tools, it stays in Pro Tools. So it doesn't lose any type of quality as it transfers to different places. So I don't know if people really knew that, but I was around some nerds and I was around him and that was what it was. So Pro Tools. Damn, okay, okay. So so no hardware, so it's just point and click for you for the most part. Um, Yeah, I mean, of course I use my MIDI keyboard and I let you play and all that, but um, yeah, no, I used to use an NPC, but you know, I would love to go back to the NPC, but yeah, just our pro two. That's what's up, man. That's hella what's yeah. up, man. So now, uh, now I actually want to get into brother is, uh, tell me how'd you get into like songwriting and performing and stuff like that. Get going into that um, for me, man. Okay, so it, um, it, it kind of tails off the, the tale of uh, me starting so young. I grew up around so many older people that they never listened to any of my ideas because I was so young. And it was like, man, you don't know what you're talking about just make the beat, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I started actually being an artist and songwriting probably at like 16, 17, yeah, something like that. And then I had like uh, like my first debut of performing when I was probably like 18, 19. So yeah, it was like that. So I, I kind of warned myself a little bit oh, and I bummed it too, my first performance, bummed it all the way. Oh, damn. So do you remember, like, exactly what happened? Exactly what happened, yeah. We was at, they had, they used to have, like, some type of um, underground artist night at Club Viva. I think it was Viva. It was either Viva or Candela. Was it Candela's? What was it called? Candela's, I think. You remember Candela? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may have been Viva. I know Viva was doing a lot of stuff, too. 
Yeah, it was Beaver. It was Beaver. So, uh, I mean, my big brother had got me on the show. I guess he knew one of the promoters or whatever. So it was my very first performance. And actually, I had got the song I did on the radio after that. With that being said, I got up there, bro. Forgot all my words. <laughs> what? Bro, I was so nervous. I had never been that nervous ever in my life, though. And then right. after that, I knew, like, like, yo, you got to get better. You got to. So it just kind of went from there. But yeah, it was distant memory. Now I'm fucking... Now I can get in front of anybody. I don't care. Hell yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, you know, but I've heard many stories about people having stage. I mean, it just sounded like you just had some stage fright. But, yeah, just uh, had some stage fright, yeah. I mean, I forgot my words. It was like, how could you forget something that you wrote? But anyway, it happens. It happens. Lame you know movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's I mean, all good. It's all good, man. I mean, you know, shit happened, but like you said, bro, you well past that shit now, man. So you yeah, good, man. Yeah. You, you hella yeah. good on that, man. So uh tell me uh like how'd you cut so now with your brother being Brad Young and all the right. man shit my, your brother do, man. Like, so tell me, uh, did you and him basically link up together as far as like coming up in the scene together, or did y'all take y'all separate paths? Like, how did that? No, go? because like I, I don't know if people know this, but Brad really didn't live in St. Louis a lot when he got older. He was just back and forth. He'd be like in Atlanta, California, New York. Like he's, he he had a record deal, so he was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So at that time, he was doing like all the major shit and all that shit, of course, but like. I wasn't ready yet. So with that being said, I still had to progress and study. Like the one thing he did to me, he made me study. He made me study on who who did the beat. He made me study on who was the engineer. He made me study on why they made it sound that way. He made me study so much stuff that it made me like, like I couldn't, I, I couldn't be at the table with him first until I knew this history of music. So and and that was a beautiful thing because it also made me understand how I want my shit to sound. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. So how to create my own sound. He taught me how to mix everything. So it was just all about learning, learning, learning. And then probably we linked up probably when I was like 20. Like we started working with, um, I don't know, he, he did Grown Man. Grown Man was the first thing I really, really worked with him on. Actually, okay. no, I'm fine. Yeah, probably around those days, yeah. When we started working with Maya Lee and stuff like that, that's when he brought me in. Gotcha, 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 man. So yeah, man, so it sounded like Brad was just more or less your teacher for the most part, and just everything music he, would sound like. He had to be. I mean, cause, cause it, it's, it's like you take somebody from who don't even understand music at all, it's like, how can you do music and you don't understand it? You don't understand what type of snare needs to be in this type, with this type of sound, or what type of kick needs to be in this type of beat. Like, you gotta understand all of it because it's all about, it's all about tones, it's all about like, you see what I'm saying? It's all about all that shit. Saturation, it's just all that. So, you gotta learn that shit before you really, really, really be great. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. of course it'd be like internet sensations and all that shit, but, Still, them niggas don't stand the test of time of the niggas who know what they fuck they doing. Now that's real. That's real. So it basically yeah. sounds like it sounds like Brad taught you like theory and everything else, man. Yeah. Come from everything you tell me. So I mean, and so I'm glad you spoke on that, man. And uh, because that's one thing I kind of tell people, like you know. You know, I, I grew up, you no, know, I, I was in choir, I played saxophone and shit like this. So I had to learn music theory, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I had so I had to learn the shit. And so right. and it, and so but the thing, like you just spoke on it yourself, man, say, you know, you can have someone just popping fist for a hot minute, but if you know your shit, you know, you got longevity. 
Exactly. Exactly. It's That's real. why it's a new producer who's hot every year. Puffy's still Puffy. For real is still for real. Timbaland's still Timbaland. Like these mm-hmm. are all individuals who know music, who know how it's supposed to sound, who know, like, yeah, that look that look sound cool, but but niggas sell 10 million records. All those producers probably have a diamond plaque. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's real. No, that's real, man. And so that's one thing I know that, like, so I definitely do push on here, man. Is for people to, you know, always learn, man. Always be learning something new, man. Because it, yeah. regarding to this, man, because you're never too old, or too young to learn something. New, even though that's a cliche saying, you know what I'm saying? But but it's real. But it's a real ass statement. Like, yeah. you know, like on my end, like I, I'll search like random shit. How like some FL person, I always been an FL person. So I just, even though I know how to use FL to. A, great deal of capacity it's new shit that i'm learning about all the time that i didn't know before and at the mm-hmm. same time just with my not only with my tools but just also with just refreshing my st- shit on like different um music lessons shit like that mm-hmm. so just just cause and just, mm-hmm. and just and just learning like different techniques and sounds from different composers and different artists whether they on a low end or on a high end like i like yeah. one of the people i love listening to um is a uh, Hans zimmer like I love listening to shit like from Hans Zimmer, man. And like you know, he makes a lot yeah. of great, as a composer. Like he makes a lot of dope ass shit. And at the same yeah. time, is I, I I try to you know go beyond my um my usual stuff and listen to hip hop and R and B all this stuff all the time. And I listen to a lot of jazz. I listen to a lot of uh, a lot a lot of uh, Brazilian music, man. I listen to a lot of uh, Japanese jazz. Like yeah, I listen, but- to a lot, I love a lot of different. Shit. I listen to rock music. I listen to so much different shit now, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Hip hop is like a third of what I listen to, maybe of the time now, because it's kind of less than even though I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hip hop is probably not even a third for me. Man, because it's, yeah, it's wild at this point, because it's like it's so much great music out there, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, old to current, man. It's just like, you know, I, no, just now don't limit yourself, man. Because like mm-hmm. I said, I love listening. I love listening to Brazilian music, man. Like, that's mm-hmm. my steeds, man. I love listening to that shit. Can't understand yeah. the shit they saying, but the shit is lit. It's, 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 it's very rhythmic, right? Yeah, bro, so look, it is. I'm gonna, on game. I'm gonna put you on game. All right, so I'm very, 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 very big on piano. Like, piano is like my, my life. So, with that being said, I listened to this pianist. His name is Chili Gonzalez. Okay. Make sure, make sure you check him out, bro, and listen to it's called Solo Piano Two. The album is called Solo Piano Two. From front to bottom, your life gonna change. To hear okay. somebody playing the piano in in, in in this manner, you're gonna be like, "Yo, this is insane, bro." Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna have to check him out, bro. Okay. Yeah, you gonna have to. You're gonna find a lot of samples too. A lot of samples. <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I can take this to do this, this, that, that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nah, nah. Like, nah. That's real, man. I'm definitely gonna check him out. So yeah, after, after after this, I'm gonna check him yeah. out. Yeah, so, yeah, bro. So now nah, I'm definitely gonna go ahead and do that. But no. uh, so now let's go to the next uh next thing, man. So with you, you know being an artist and a composer and you know pretty much an artist, a writer, and a producer, man. Um. Mm. How do you juggle these many hats that you like you wear, man? Like, you no, know, for yourself, like for yourself. Like, take me through like a kind of like a process. Like, like how do you make a song? Like, you don't have to give me like intricate details. Me or working with artists. With yourself which you for yourself first. Let's do you let's do you first. Okay. Usually how a lot of my songs come about, I'm a very conceptual artist. So like what I see nowadays, like if you listen to music nowadays. 
a lot of niggas don't stay on some, a lot of niggas don't stay on topic. They talk about a million things and this and the and, and the song will be about a remote. But they talking about, you know what I'm saying? All type of other shit. So how I like to do it is let's say I might start playing a sound or I might hear a sound. And then from whatever sound I hear, I start mumbling. And then whatever I mumble, I start recording. Like I literally like I like play the sound and then I get on the mic and start recording. And then whatever I hear conceptually, like it might come out, it might be like some, 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 some flags, some, 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 some flags. Like it is just, so I'd be like, okay, cool. This song is about flags. And then I kind of okay. just roll from there and I kind of just think it all out and record it, think, record, think. I don't really write anything. I kind of just think and record. So it's kind of like my writing process. So like the reason I do that because I want the natural vibe and natural feel of everything. So if if you feel me like, yes, nigga, no, I'm something, ain't got it. Like if you heard me doing that, and I put some words to it, it's gonna feel like it's like that he was really mean in what he was saying. Cause like once I try to perfect it, that's when it's like it's it's perfect, but it ain't like it ain't got no feel. Right. Like okay. I would rather something have feeling than to be perfect. Facts, facts. I so, feel. You. That's kind of my process. Okay, and then cool. I kind of add, then when I got like the main vocal, like the main, like I might do the hook or I might do the verse first, I build mm-hmm. the beat around it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, bro. And actually, since, you know, uh, we're going to kind of stay on topic with you, man, with your stuff. So, what, since we talked about like different kind of producers like Pharrell and the Timberlands and the Puffies uh-huh. and everything else, like, where would you say like, uh, like your strengths are as a producer and your weaknesses as a producer, mm-hmm. as, a produ- as it's just solely a producer like what do you think like your if you had to say your strengths and your weaknesses what my would you drums. say my drums the way I do my drums like sometimes okay. it may be simple but it be like bright and poppy I would say my drums and I would say my 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 weaknesses as a producer Honestly, honestly. I would say sometimes, sometimes melodies. So okay. what I do is I'll sing a lot of melodies and then play it out. Cause I'm better with like my voice than I am, you know what I'm saying, playing it out. And then once I be like, oh, that's a dope melody, then I just play it out. Or I might just keep my voice in there and just make it a sound. Okay. So yeah. Okay, cool. And you know what, man? You know, I'm gl- you know I'm glad. You know, that's the question. You know, I'm at so asking more often, like strengths and weaknesses, man. Because yeah. I like I like hearing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Because be, yeah, because people want to know. Because it's it's something that you know, you know. I don't even mind telling my strengths and weaknesses, man. Like I'll give you mine. Like you know, one of my main strengths, as you know, is sampling. Like I know how to sample. And mm-hmm. at the same time, like you know, I know melody. I do know my melodies. I do know my keys and stuff like just inherently. Mm-hmm. And then, so and I would say, if I had to say a weakness at one point, man, it was my drums. It was mm-hmm. my, it was my drums. Like it was kind of mm-hmm. inverse. Like my, it was kind of inverse. Like my drums <laughs> would kind of hitting in my bass lines. Like and then, and then uh-huh. I would say, and I would say, if I had to say something else, uh, just probably consistency piece more than anything, man. Just being more consistent with just trying to crank out more stuff so that way I can have more ideas because the ideas come, I just need to crank uh-huh. them out more. And uh-huh. so, like, so and then sometimes it's, still, it's just get stagnant. So, it's like, shit, I got, and then so, like, kind of like you say, I have to, I be humming it out and stuff like that. And then when I get to, I just go at it on my yeah, keyboard, yeah. Or on my drum pad, or even my 
keyboard, my actual computer keyboard, and my mouse to just go at it. And mm. um, but that's that's one of those things, bro. That uh, you know, that's that, I think that's something I'm gonna have to uh, ask more often. You know what I'm saying? No, so, that's, because, that's, that's for real. That's a damn good question, bro. Damn good question. Yeah, I can man. appreciate it because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's like Brad. Brad is great with playing melodies. Mm-hmm. So like when me and him come together, it's it's magic. You know what? But you know what? The, the great thing about like how you and Brad work together is not only because y'all family. You know, he actually is your teacher, man, and y'all have that rapport. Like y'all already have a great rapport as brothers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, and from him already teaching you what he taught you, and then you just going out on your own and doing your own thing and being great in your own right. You know, like so mm. I'm pretty sure now we you know when y'all work together, man. It's just yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole different level now. Yeah, yeah, it, that's how it has to be. Yeah, it's gotta be like that. It has to be, cause yeah, I mean, cause I, I'm pretty sure it's like a lot of synergy between you two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's but that's the great thing, though. Like, say you know to have someone that teach you what you taught you, and then y'all can literally just link up. You know, no one say, hey, you know how the fam doing? How everyone doing? You know, no shit. I need to go see you, bro. What's gonna happen with you? To mm-hmm. hey, let's go ahead and get this work done. Get this yep. money's go ahead and get this shit done in the studio real quick. You yeah. know, or she get do all or shit or a combination. I'm assuming, cause like yeah. say, y'all you know for real. Yeah, we're, we're actual brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. it's like, like, so it's like, hey, so we're going to go ahead and go to fam house real quick, see what's yeah. up with them, holler at the fam real quick, and then let's, see, let's go to the studio or shit, yeah. bring them over and let's do this shit together. You know, all That's that exactly. type of shit. For real. Yeah. I ain't know we can cuss shit. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah dude, we grown. We grown. <laughs> <laughs> we grown. <laughs> nigga, we grown. I've been trying to hold on. No, 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 no. Nigga, we grown. We good. We good. Okay, we okay, good. okay. <laughs> <laughs> <We> <laughs> good. Nigga, I'm from the crib, so I got a horrible, filthy mouth. <laughs> oh, bro, no, like I said, we just talking, so hey, you good. Yeah. You good. For sure, for sure. 1000%. Yeah, man. So, uh, so now let me ask you this, though. Um, what, so how did you get out to LA? Like, how, how did your move to LA go from being in St. Louis, building your ripper here to moving to LA? Like, um, so- I'm going to tell you a secret. A secret nobody, well, only a couple people knew, but not a lot of people knew. So before I moved to LA, I was living in Atlanta. So when I was living in Atlanta, I was signed to, I was signed to a major artist. So um, we was working on his album and everything. I don't, I don't know if, I don't really like name dropping. It's like. No, you don't have to, bro. You don't have to, you don't have to. Yeah. Okay, so I was signed to a, I was signed to a major artist. Um, and we was working on his album and his, his goal was to, we do his album, finish his album, and then he was gonna, you know what I'm saying, turn towards me. Which I was totally cool with, because it was like, I bet that I'm I'm great, I'm here for the opportunity, I'm grateful for the opportunity just to be here. So, I was recording with them, I was producing, flying back and forth from Atlanta to New York, to LA and all that or whatever, for probably like two years. So then, the crazy thing is, everything kind of went to shit. Granted, not due to me, but due to a a, a middle inter, in, interference. Mm. And then me, me and the me and the me and the artists are still we still we still cool now. So when I see him and all that's all love. And okay. I remember I had seen him after everything happened, and he was like, I was like, what happened, dog? He was like, uh, he's like, you were signed to him, weren't you? I said, he's he's because because it was because he thought I was signed to him, then. That I was signed to them. You get like you know what I'm saying. It was like a oh, it was like a straight okay. young money cash money thing. 
feel you. Okay. So I guess he never knew his business or never knew anything because he brought me to him. So he never knew his business or anything like that. And I was like, bro, I was never signed to him. My situation was only with you all. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, damn, I never fucking knew that. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, I thought you thought you handled your own company. Like, I'm confused. I thought you knew this. Right, right, right. Yeah, all that shit with the shit. And then I came back to St. Louis probably like, I was living in Atlanta, so I probably came back to St. Louis probably like two months. And I had like, everything there was telling me, yo, you're not supposed to be here. So, um, I had gotten into like a, 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 a terrible accident. Like I totaled my car, totaled my car. And it was completely they fault. So I had got like a big ass, I had got like a nice check. And it was just like, go, go. So I left. <laughs> I came to LA and never went back. How long you been? You say been in LA for how long again? Seven years, my nigga. Seven years, shit. Hey, bro. Hey, guess what, man? Hey, like I said, it just it was just was it was just meant to be out there, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it was meant. You get hella nah. work, and you get hella work now out there. I'm, you know, from what you were telling me before we started, you know, you getting your work. So you put your man, work in, bro. All you gotta do is be here, be good, and be here. That's it. It's gonna come. That's why I tell a lot of people who be like, yo, it's expensive to live out there and everything. I'd be like, yeah, but understand this. If it is expensive to live somewhere, imagine the motherfuckers who live there. They make the money to live there. So you got to come here to make that type of money to live here. Right, right, right. No, that's real. That's so real. It just makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Even with a regular job, minimum wage out here is like $12, $13, or some shit like that. So, mm. you feel what I'm saying? It all balances itself out. So... Well, you know what, man? No, and that's a good segue, man. You no, know, since about the business one night. So I want you to go ahead and tell the good people the importance of like knowing your business, especially some being somewhere in LA, which is a huge media hub for like music and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, entertainment in general, man. Like speak on that, man, if you don't mind. Like just the importance of like knowing your business and like whether it's contracts or anything, yeah. you know, just speak on the importance of that if you don't mind. See, what people don't understand with music is, bro, like, yeah, it's cool to know music. But you gotta know music. You gotta know the business aspect of it. You gotta know the production aspect of it. You gotta know the publishing aspect of it. You have to know all of this because if you are a great creator or a great creator, it's gonna come a point in time that people are going to hire you. And then once these people hire you, you gotta know what the language they're talking because if a motherfucker hire you to do something for a movie. Like they already expect you to already be on top of, you know what I'm saying? Already on top of everything. They expect you, so they giving you the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So they expect you to have to have your business all together. So a lot of people don't be understanding that and they end up in fucked up contracts. They end up not getting the money they, they really should have got. They end up like just getting fucked all the way around. And it's, it's like, okay, so in music, I know you have to, at the beginning, it's, 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 it's just the unwritten rule. You have to take some type of sacrifice when it comes to a financial aspect. So let's say if you got a big placement, right? And let's say that big placement came through somebody. You got to pay him. That's just what it is. You got to pay him. You got to take care of him. You might have to pay him one lump sum and you continue to get the publishing from it. But whatever situation is, it's just how the game go, bro. But if you got your business together, and you take that that sacrifice at the beginning, you will never get that'll never happen again. So that's what I learned out here. So I I, I took my sacrifice. That's real, man. That's real. 
<laughs> I took my sacrifice already. You know, and you know what, man? If you don't mind, you know, because that's because that's so important what you spoke on, man. Just have to basically be on mm-hmm. your P's and Q's and knowing your shit. And, and basically, another thing, like I said, like with contracts and stuff like that, one main thing that kind of fucks up a lot of people, man, like a lot of creators, if they don't read their right. shit. And I noticed, and I noticed that, man, like, it just in business in general, it doesn't matter. Like, I noticed with people in general, because, like, you know, I do this, I make my beats, and I work in corporate America, man. And then, and then like, so I grew up my dad being a businessman, so I already know he had me write up contracts, invoices, all types of shit. So I had to learn how to read certain shit. And how often do you see people get fucked over, man, like, with not reading their contracts? Or have you ever had an experience where you almost was fucked over? Or kind of like a cautionary tale? Or do you have any cautionary tales um, like that? Or no, I don't. Do you... I don't have no, no okay, bad good, tales like good, that. Good. Granted, because I got some good people around me. I got a good team. I got a good lawyer and all that. But also, if I was to say, fuck my lawyer, I got to know what this contract talking about, too. You know what I'm saying? I might not know, like, the super duper, real. Like, like, details of, like, the, their language. But for some part, of the, like, you got to know what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't just, a lot of people just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, just give it to my lawyer. Like, your lawyer can be doing all type of conniving shit to you and you not even know it. So before That's I real. even send it to my lawyer, I look at it just to understand. And then I circle shit that I don't understand. Then I send it to him. And I'll be like, yo, what does that mean? And he'd be like, yeah, this means this, this, that, 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 that. Okay, yeah. So now, for future references, I have the understanding of what that meant. So now it's in my head. So it's a process of learning. And you know what, bro? That's something that's so important that I'm so glad you spoke mm-hmm. on, man. It just read for yourself, mm-hmm. man, because. For, for real, man. Like I said, like I said, not even just in the entertainment industry. Like I said, just business in right. general. Just like, just like, I've seen it on a, a white collar level. I've seen what happened. I've definitely seen what happened. I've seen it from a small, you know, local level with just my pops, you know, shit like that. With like stuff, you know, whether it's a contract, you know, that someone tried to speed him on, and he already knew his shit, so he already just like you say, he just he read for himself, and yeah, he got his own attorney, so he can go ahead talk to the attorney if he needs to. But now he read his own shit and made me learn that same thing, and so. And same thing with my wife. My wife, she grew up in the business, mm. man. She know how to read contracts and shit like that too, man. So we both feel like very adept at this mm. kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just sad sometimes, man, that a lot, a lot of people get caught up in that creative process so much that they don't, they really forsake that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just like, it like it costs nothing to just sit down, take some time out and read. Like it don't have anyone. <laughs> Pressure you, you know what I'm saying? Pressure you, and they're like, oh, well, you guys, no, read your shit first. Yeah, like, bro. Like, read that exactly. shit first, for real. My attorney told me some one of the most important things ever. It's the most simplest shit ever. He said, bro, let me tell you something. Because I was circling a lot of shit on this one contract we had to do. He said, let me tell you something. He said, I understand you want me to explain this. He said, I'm going to explain this. He said, but there's no word in the English language that you can't look up. <laughs> bro, we got these. We 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 got we got these, bro. We got, we got smartphones. You can't look up. Yeah, my my nigga, we got smartphones. We got legit yeah, mini computers on our person at all yeah. times, dog. Dude, mm-hmm. it's nothing for you to just go ahead and Google. Hey, what does this word mean? What, what does this, mean? this phrase? <laughs> what does that mean? Hey, what you does this look mean? Up a whole term, bro. They got terms on fucking Google. Like, what is in this? 
the section. Da, 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 da. You can put that whole thing in. They'll explain it to you what it means. You can go on YouTube and watch a whole everything about a contract, a basic contract. YouTube University, man, it's free. Oh, free. Bro. <laughs> it's, on, real. it's real. That's real. That's no, real. Boy, I'm signing up for college. I'm going to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Away, no, that, no, but that's real. That's real as hell, man. And I, I and I'm seeing it solely because you no, know, I just saw, you know, and I really hope, you no, know, really hope she get what she get, man. Like Anita Baker, you know what I'm saying? You no, know, the shit that's going on with her, you know, trying to get her masters and everything like that. And, you know, it's and when you just spoke on what you spoke on, it did it made me think about that. And it's sad that you know it's a lot of older artists, you know, yeah. hip hop, hip hop included, you know, rap, hip hop yeah. included. You know what I'm saying? That you know they didn't have the access that we have now, you mm -hmm. know, and they had to just go off of literally a hope and a prayer. You know, they, mm -hmm. they went doing dirty and being done dirty at the same time. A lot of that legal jargon they didn't fucking understand, mm -hmm. and so. Unless they had to go through trial and error getting fucked over, you know, like whether you be the temptations, whether you be like someone like Prince, you know, like one of the main people that I got respect the whole life who made sure to get his shit together was Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And you know, and just how he did everything. And so and uh, Master P, another person. Yeah. I respect the fuck out of how Master hate him or love him, man. You gotta respect his business acumen. Yeah. You know, what he did. And so it's just and then him and his family is, is straight, like for real straight. And so, mm. so it's, it's just one of those things, man, that whether you're here locally in St. Louis or you're doing some national shit or international shit, man, like like my man Vega Heartbreak said, man, read, man. You got, yeah. we got Google. Like At least read the stuff once and circle everything you don't understand. You got to circle the whole page, circle the man. whole fucking page. And take your time, man. And then take your time yeah. with it too, man. Like, you know, like I'm saying like a second ago, man, don't let a lot of people try to press you and they're like, oh, we gotta get say, no, nah, if I don't understand this motherfucker first, mm -hmm. then we ain't shit getting signed to understand right. what's in right. this contract. You send me this contract because obviously you want what I got. <laughs> that's that's obviously real. Obviously you want it. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Yeah. So, so no, nah, man. I'm I'm really glad you spoke in there, bro. For real, for real, man. Because that's something nah, I think that really needs, needs to get talked about, man. So, well, let me ask you this then. So, dealing with like you, you, your business out there. I'm not gonna say cautionary tale, but what's something negative that you know that you dealt with? It's just like, damn, that's just you know something I'm never gonna ever go through again. Like. Whether it's in Atlanta or in LA, it doesn't matter. Hmm. I got my time wasted. Speak on I that. got my time wasted. I went to uh, a songwriting camp and I was there for probably like a month. So I had, I, so, so I wasn't even supposed to, like, I, I was, so this was, I wasn't living in Atlanta at the time. So I flew down to Atlanta to do something. And then he was like, yo, I want to sing to the song, right? And can we do my album? Yada, yada, I want you to write some shit. I literally probably wrote in a month. I probably wrote like, and produced probably like 40 songs. Wrote and produced probably like 40 songs. 40 Damn. good songs. Damn. So, um, bro, we was, bro, that shit, we was on a comp, we was in a compound. We was working day, night. They had like personal chefs gym like it was like all this shit and, and you got you had your own i had my own studio it was like uh yeah you just go down here write produce whatever it was for akon 
So he had us in the house for like a month and he didn't use any of it. He didn't even put no album out. It was like, fuck was the point? And I, and I didn't get paid. What? So, I was like, <laughs> so yeah, bro, it's like, now, I don't give a fuck who it is, bro. You at least gotta pay me for my time. At least. Cause obviously if you want me in that room, it's a reason why you want me in that room. That's real. So at least pay me for my time. And that's yeah, real. I, I ain't doing that shit no more. Damn. That's, I ain't green no more. Yeah. Man, I mean I still I still got them songs, but I mean, they were kind of catered to him. So it was that was that experience. Damn. That's that's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's a pet peeve of mine, man. Don't don't waste my time. <laughs> like don't waste this, my time bro. Please don't. Like I could be doing so much other shit, man. Like I could And be. then on top of that, at the end, he presented me such a shitty contract. He wanted me to sign to him as an artist, producer, and a songwriter. All three different entities. But it was gonna be like that. And he wanted like I don't know, 65, 70% of everything. It was like, what the Jesus. fuck? Jesus. Oh, so that means when I, if I go out and get this shit my own stuff, I got to give you a percentage of Like, it just didn't make sense. It didn't make oh sense at all. Oh no. oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, bro, I didn't sign it. My my was like, I'll fucking kill you if you sign a contract. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't no advance either, bro. No advance. No signing bonus, nothing. This is like the opportunity. Wow. I mean, of course, Akon's building cities and shit and all that. Shouts out to Akon, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, but yeah, we just didn't, you know, we just didn't connect on that aspect. Damn. So it's all good. That's crazy, dude. Like, two thirds of your shit? Yeah. Bro. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. I think it's for like a certain amount of time and then I kind of do my own thing. So I think he was more so like, nigga, I'm going to put you on. And then after you get put on and blow up knowledge, you can go do your own thing. But still, to the point, hypothetically speaking, let's say my only hottest shit is with you. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like I ain't making no money from it for it. That's wild. Yeah. Damn. So well, yeah. Shit. Boy, shit, I'm glad you like you said. I'm glad you said you wised up. You said <laughs> fuck that never you. again. You said never again. <laughs> woo, thank God you assigned that because woo. <laughs> and nobody has wasted my time since. Hey, good on you, brother. For real. Good on you, dog. For real. For yeah, real. bro. Yeah. So, so now going into now a perfect segue in that. So tell me and the good people who all have you worked with so far, like any big name, just the big name people. Whether it's up front or behind the scenes, man. Like if you can speak I on it. name dropping. If you if you can, if you can, if you can. I mean I can, of course. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you can say who you oh you can just say who you produce for. Just how about that? Who have you produced for? I mean it's all the same thing. Words with is all the same thing. <laughs> okay. So I'ma say I've worked with Future, okay. Jeezy, Akon, okay. Nelly, Chingy, Drake, Kanye, Maxwell, Lloyd, Robin Thicke, Wiz Khalifa, Lil' Kim, McMill. Uh, wow. 
uh, who else? Yo Gotti, Lil Wayne. Um, it just goes on, bro. Hey, that's enough right there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> enough right, that's enough right there, I mean, bro. I, I, bro, bro, bro. I've been blessed with so with, 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 with great people around me who be knowing these people who be like, like who bring me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these situations, I was brought to the situation. Right. Um, right. So it's just like that. So it's it's it's. I got a lot of good people around me, and a lot of a lot of this shit's come from being in LA too. So. Um, and it's these just all a lot of opportunities. Some of them didn't pan out. Some of them did. Some of them panned out a different way. Some of them like I got relationships from. So it's just all different shit, bro. So it's just it's just kind of how it is. So I'm not like I'm never like stoked on shit no more because it's like nigga, I didn't been there. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just at a point now where shit just has to push through. So yeah, that's 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 a couple names to give you some type of outline. So, so good people. So that way, you know, my man ain't full of shit. That's why. That's another reason why I had him do this. It. Like, nah, he ain't full of shit because he know he know what he's talking about. I got, I got, you know, I got, I got video, co- I got video footage of a lot of shit that I did. Oh, so, I agree. No, I, I know. I, oh, I believe on, you. Yeah, I'm working on a documentary. Well, we're gonna start shooting a documentary next month, just to kind of because I'm about to put out a project. So just to kind of okay. give people an idea of who I am and what I've done. We're gonna put like together like a lot of the clips. You know, I like a documentary be just be like, nigga, this is really real. You know what I'm saying? So Right, right, right. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. No. Hell yeah, man. That's that's man, look. Let me know when man, you put that motherfucker down, bro. man. Please, yeah, because I, I would love to watch that, man. I'm a, I'm a huge documentary, <laughs> documentary nerd anyway, dude. Like, I love yeah. documentary shit at this point. So, now nah, I would I would love to see your story in there, man. For real, for that. Yeah, that'd be dope for real. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm very humble, bro. It's, it's, it was very; these were very humbling experiences to be a part of this. It just showed me that all these experiences just showed me God showed me like this is where you're supposed to be. Now you just got to do what you're supposed to do. That's real. So yeah, real. yeah. Nah, bro. Like nah, for real. Like like nah. That's that's damn point. I'm glad you know you spoke on that, man. Because you know, like I said, just the fact it was you had the right people on your side. You didn't have to worry about getting. You know, you don't have any outside of the situation you had with the with the camp, and man, you don't have any kind of bad stories. Mm-hmm. So you just like, you know, that's a great thing. In fact, that, you know, your big brother's been on your side and trying to, you know, been basically helped you get to where you are. Then saw you flourish on your own mm-hmm. and doing your own thing, and you know, it's it's a blessing, man. It's it's a blessing to have. You know, I would say to see you do what you do, man. I really, you know, salute to you, man, for real. Like you definitely know some shit bro. for real, man. So I definitely see it, bro. You know, it's it's definitely some favor there, man. And like I say, you've been working it exactly like you needed to, man. Like yeah, for real, bro. for a salute on that, bro, for real. I appreciate that, man. And and shouts out to everybody who's working hard, bro. Just know that if you're working hard, your time is coming. Like no, don't 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 make no situation be small, make, you feel what I'm saying? Cause every opportunity is a great big opportunity. You feel what I'm saying? Cause it's like one day you can be doing this, the next day you can be doing that. So it's just, just get your appreciation to every opportunity, to everything you get and fucking it's gonna work out. That's real, that's real, bro, yeah. that's real. And you know what, man? We you know we've had a, some great fucking conversation, man. Like on some real shit, dude. Like for real, for real. We're about to go ahead and wind it up in a second, my man. So uh, real quick, man, I want you to go ahead and uh. I give people space and opportunity to give out the contact information, anything they're working on. Because you already spoke on the documentary. So mm-hmm. you know, anything else that you want to speak on that you're working on or you want to work? Uh, you yeah. Want to, so, give, give you opportunity, man. Go ahead. 
uh, I'm working on my, my, my EP now. Well, I actually finished, I finished recording everything now. We just in the, um, the planning stages now, shooting videos and shit like that. It's called These Songs About You. It's a, it, it's a completely different side of me, but it's a great piece of work, great body of work, seven songs. Uh, I think I'm gonna be releasing late April. Um, I've been doing some songwriting. I'm actually doing another album for, well, another project for this company in Spain. They're like a publishing company in Spain. They hired me to do like a lot of things. Um, I'm working on, working with this artist. She's signed to Atlantic. Her name is Libra Jolie. Uh, she's out of Houston, Texas. I did her whole album. I, she's she's great, man. If y'all can go Google her or look on Instagram, it's, it's Libra Jolie. She's fucking amazing. Um, we're working on Maya Lee. I got my Maya Lee shirt on, if everybody see that. Yeah. Maya Lee's about to drop her project. I'm excited about that. Um, we did the whole project, of course. Um, Brad is about to drop his project I'm working on. Um, yeah, just a bunch of shit, man. If y'all want my want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is vega.heartbreak. My Twitter is at vegahbk. My Facebook is Vega Heartbreak or Vega Row, R-O-W-E. Um, that's all the things, ain't it? Snapchat, I guess, vega.heartbreak. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. And like I said, do you have any final words to the good people out there, man, before we shut down? Um, spread love, man. Spread love. Be modest. Be humble. Um, take every opportunity and appreciate it. Because when the big ones come, you're going to be like, man, come on, man. I worked hard to get here. So, yeah, that's all I got to say, man. Love. It's all love in this part, dog. Hell yeah, man. And thank you so much again, man, for coming, like I said again earlier, man. Thank you so much again for taking time out, talking to your boy, man. You know, I appreciate that, man. For real, for real, man. I definitely love the interview, man. And so I definitely love to hear your side of the story and like how you man, got to where you are, bro. For real, for real. Thank you for having me, dog. And bro, we got to get some work in. Like, I'm here. I'm here, my nigga. I'm here. <laughs> Just nigga, let me know. Hey, my nigga, I'm here. I'm here. Bro, you 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 got my you got my contact, right? Yeah, I think I do. See, yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I'll um, check email, my phone. whatever you want to send, bro. Yeah, send that shit. I'm cause I'm cause I'm back, bro. I'm 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 in full fucking mode, dog. There we go. Then yeah, I got some shit. Then yeah, yeah. We, we gonna rap. Come on, we gonna dog. Rap. We gonna rap, my nigga. We gonna rap. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a question for you. Do, do I get a copy of this? Oh yeah, bro. Definitely, definitely. I got you on okay. the copy. Definitely right, got you sure. on the copy, man. But for uh. Sure. So, yeah, everybody, that was another dope episode of Fruit of Bone Podcast. Uh, like I said, make sure you follow us on all forms of social media, which is at Fruit Bone Pod. Uh, catch us on all streaming services, the Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it. Just Google us. We, we out there. Just search Fruit of the Bone Podcast. As well, uh, make sure you check out uh, Fresh Produce Live coming back, like I said, April 7th, down at Ballpark Village. You going to live stream uh, we are not only gonna live stream it. We gonna have it actually live. Like we gonna, I think we are gonna live stream it. We should be able to live stream. It. Yeah, I think we. Please. Are. I think. I think. I think. So hopefully we can. I, Don't I believe think we can. Do it. Do I, I it. believe we. I believe we are. I believe we are. We got to. You know, we got to, man. So but no, I, everything gonna be good, man. With that, and then you know, we are gonna have a huge outdoor uh, area. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, so make sure you follow uh, follow us on Fresh Produce STL for more details on that. And uh, just make sure you catch us every Monday for Fruit of Bone Podcast. And uh, we'll holler at you guys later. Peace. For sure. Appreciate it. Love, everybody. Love. Love.